Hey everybody, it's Matt. I'm Andy. It's Star Trek The Next Conversation, but you know, we were recording an episode for uh, this here podcast, talking, getting ready to talk about data and, and boys who want to be androids. Yep. And uh, we answered a, a question from the President's Circle, and it took so long, and there were so many spoilers for Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker that we have decided to make it its own little tiny thingamajiggy. So that's what you're going to hear right now. You're going to hear us, having both seen the movie, yeah. give our uh, unfiltered uh, fun takes on the film. Matt has, uh, has a lot of... A lot of things to say. I, I mostly field them, I think, in this episode. Yes. <laughs> um, and uh, and it's and we I think we debate back and forth, but we end up pretty heavy on the spoilers. So yeah, very spoiler heavy. But we just wanted to put it out there because like it'd be See weird to like throw first. in the middle of forty minute, thirty minute discussion about. Yeah. Not that we haven't uh, had our own episodes with massive tangents, but this felt so spoilery and tangenty that we decided decided to make its own thing. So what you're going to hear uh, in a second here is Andy uh, and I in the President's Circle Lounge uh, answering a question, and then it will turn into its own episode. And uh, and and if you're listening to this and you're like, I don't care about Star Wars, just keep listening to the episode that comes out at the same exact time. Unless you enjoy Matt, you know, uh, dismantling uh, a Star Wars movie. <laughs> if that is part of your Star Trek fandom, <laughs> yeah. then by all means, continue. Uh, I'd call this episode Star, uh, Star Wars uh, No Hope. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. <laughs> anyway, here's Andy and I talking about Star Wars, and then... Uh, Happy Life Day. Go go check out uh, us talking about uh, Hero Worship, TNG, Season 5, Episode 11. Uh, enjoy the Star Wars. Which one is That's that? Star Trek. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you get it. All right. I'm trying to think what it uh, what the first name is, and what the last name. I think it's uh, Lieutenant Kevin Storer to be the undisputed president. Um, and he says, uh, "Well, we have to get first impressions from Andy on Rise of Skywalker. I'm assuming Matt hasn't had time to see it. You are incorrect, my friend. Saw it on Thursday night." And uh, he was already coming out guns took blazing. Me, took me a long time to see it. So give us your thoughts, Matt. Well, Andy, I got to the theater at six five fifty p.m. for a six ten showing. Okay. Sat down. Guy comes into the theater at six fifteen to tell us that they're having trouble downloading the movie from the server. I'm shocked. I did not see the movie yeah. until seven ten seven fifteen p.m. So is it? It's all digital now. Apparently, there's no celluloid left. It was an hour and some odd minutes later that I started watching this movie that I already was annoyed about. Yeah, and then it's not and a good then setup. It started, and then they proceeded to uh, do what I would describe as. Uh, uh, <laughs> I mean, I, honestly, it felt like um, fan fiction. I felt like I was watching fan fiction. <laughs> I felt like I was watching. Mm, uh, what if the, what if this happened? Uh-huh. And then and, 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 what would and, you? And then the clone. And then this clone tank. And the, uh, but yeah, let's not explain it. Oh, I th- are, are we in a spoiler area here? Or I don't we know. We just go for it. We're going to be a little spoilery for the next uh, minute or two on. Well, or not. I mean, I could do it without spoilering it. I already spoiled something with a clone tank. Don't worry about it. Pack of the Clones had a fish tank. Mm-hmm. What? Did it? Uh, I don't know. Uh, but I will Cetacean say, ops? it felt like they spent so much time dealing with the aftermath of the previous movie that they had very little time to convey the story that 
it seemed like J.J. Abrams wanted to tell. So it became a muddled mess. And the movie played like a video game. Uh-huh. I heard somebody say this, some review I was watching, that said it felt like someone was playing a video game and you were watching it, but they were also trying to ki- skip the cutscenes. <laughs> That's fair. And I was like, that that is almost exactly how it felt. That is fair. It was Boom! It was, planet to planet to planet to planet to planet. And it all takes place over 16 hours. It was a remarkably the, fast-paced movie in terms of plot moves. It, it, something in the first five minutes that Shockingly happens. Shockingly so. Something in the first five minutes that I do, it might be a little bit of a spoiler, so alerts up. But like they have the F- Lydia Falcon light speed skipping, yeah. But like, it's kind of discoveryish. <laughs> there's no. <laughs> What's wrong, Matt? It, it, that's not how light speed is. It isn't. It's not how it works. It could be. No, it's not. It's also in the future from the way we but know then the light speed But then why not hyperspace skip? Then it would have made more sense. Hyperspace skip as opposed to light speed skip? Yeah, hyperspace is different than light speed. Oh, I, I actually am, don't know the distinction. Light speed is a defined speed. Oh, I see. It's this, You're saying that's the, the measurement. Yeah. Yeah. Like it takes, it would take skipping. 19 minutes, by the way. Are you saying they're using the terminology at light speed? It would yeah. take 19 minutes to get from Earth to Mars. But if you can say traveling at light speed, doesn't that suggest you're in hyperspace? No. No? It doesn't. Why not? Because hyperspace is conduits that exist in the Star Wars universe. Huh. Interesting. And then, like, the whole, like, jumping is, like, very Marvel, like, when they're trying to get from, you know, to, to Thanos' so planet. It, well, they did also, they did exactly that kind of jumping in Guardians of the Galaxy 2, which we uh, just watched I know. on the Patreon. I know. It really felt like they were trying a lot to, to really Marvelize it. Yes. He also pointed out a moment at the end that was uh, an interaction between Ray and someone that Two was Two moments very... in the climax that felt very endgame What was the other one? Because I felt like I had a dispute that I didn't Spoiler say. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Remember when all seems lost and Captain America is just standing there by himself? I don't, you know, maybe, maybe think of Captain America as, say, a Poe who can't figure out what they're going to do next because... It's all overwhelming, and they've got no chance. There's just too many of them. And yeah. then all of a sudden, you hear a voice over a radio. Let's say Captain America hears something like, You're on your left. Fun callback. And then Lando Calrissian says, You're not alone. Yeah. And then <laughs> everybody starts showing up. I think that's fair, and I think tonally it certainly seems oh, like the a same duplicate. Thing. By the However, way, greatest I- thing ever is Wedge Antilles showing up that was amazing however i will say you could argue that that origin that originated in star wars with han showing up to save luke yeah but it wasn't like han arrived with a fleet uh-huh you know it, what i mean it's definitely more of a duplicate An insurmountable fleet it yeah. wasn't like han was like i'm here kid yeah. let's blow this thing and go home i also brought fourteen thousand ships yeah um, I um, I didn't dislike but it, but like that's not why I disliked it. What, what I disliked it for it? its pacing problems. Too fast. For I you. thought it was insane to try to squeeze this into one movie. Like, I, right. like they so beholden to trilogy yeah. action. Yeah, 
that they decided. <laughs> it's interesting. They were kind of boxed out of their usual financial move of splitting it into three movies. And they absolutely and they could have split that into two, and right. it would have been so much better. Well, this is the problem with not writing all the movies at the same time and figuring out what the whole thing or is. Or just like letting someone go do it and giving them full creative control. Like, if you're going to do that, then you have to give it to the next person, and that next person has to pick up the ball from where they left off. I gain more and more respect for Kevin Feige. The more we get I into think everybody filmmaking. Does. But um, it's just like, I mean, so I will say, so here's sort of my review of it. Like, I thought the visuals were great. I thought the acting was better than it has ever been in these in these sequel trilogies. Yeah. And uh, I thought that there was too much story. That's my sort of basic review. Fair. Um, I uh, I expected to be more down on it. I really enjoyed Ray's story. I was kind of moved by it, and um, and felt really bad for her. And um, uh, you know, she she goes through a lot of twists and turns. And um, the pacing was definitely notable. And I was like, this is incredible. They are jumping from one thing to the next. But you know what? That's fine. I don't mind going from thing to thing. And it was all entertaining i think it's just generally speaking and this goes to your point about them trying to correct the mistakes uh jj abrams historically great at great at starting things has been a a, uh, a creator filmmaker in terms of these franchises where it's he's dealing with so much responsibility that it seems like all of his energy is goes toward polishing out the possible mistakes and things that will be, you know, there'll be cr- critiques against. with that based only on his 2009 Star Trek, which I could get into at some point, but... In a good way or in a bad way? I don't care for it. Right. You don't... But don't you think that he did a lot of things in terms of making it the other universe that he's protecting against, like another timeline that he's protecting against critique by saying I this think, isn't your yeah, Star Trek? I think Trek. that was a very smart way to go about it. Yes. So I guess all I'm saying is I, I think it has that energy and I think I was I was entertained in a way that I didn't expect to be through the whole film and I would say it's worth seeing it's just uh, absolutely worth seeing it's I mean, just there is a visceral just out of originality and inventiveness and artistry to uh, the original films that nothing just have never been matched in it did not surprise nothing in it surprised me like every move they were making I saw come a mile away and I would turn to I saw it with Sean Marquette who plays Johnny Atkins on if you watch school and uh, Goldberg's yeah saw it with him and I turned to him at every point and I was like this is gonna happen now yeah and then a minute and a half later sure that would happen it was like so predictably yeah. frantic yeah it was I thought I was impressed like that they were they should have they really should have cut it in half if the movie ended well, I at think, like I think the pacing the second act, if the second act like they could have built out a I'm trying to think of what the point is that the movie should have ended and then continued. Um I think you don't do the Leia Ben thing. The pacing the second, while you're thinking until the second movie. The pacing, I think, w- was a result of them trying to cut it all down. I think that they collapsed every scene to yeah, too, just too much, too the much, too essential much. story move. Too much. I but, really wish they But weren't. I think that goes back to my point of, like, I think he's like, well, we can't remove that because we have to shore up that, 
that problem. <laughs> yeah, but it's also like a spoiler, specific spoiler right now. I'm going to have to like go back and listen to this and time code everything so we don't get people mad at us. Okay. When she's when she's when she has lit Kylo Ren's interceptor on fire. Yeah. And starts chucking wood. Yeah. She picks up that lightsaber and I go, "If they have Luke's Force Ghost, catch this fucking lightsaber uh-huh. and say something about how you never do this to a lightsaber. I will just, I would have, if I were at a test screening and that, that would have been the point I walked out. Are you allowed to walk out of a test screening? You're getting paid that 50 the, bucks. The reports were that people were trying to walk no, out and couldn't. pay 50 bucks for a test screening. I, when they did that, I was like, why? Just let it go. The movie, I if think you didn't that... like Last Jedi... It's absolutely again to my your point, prerogative I to not like it. That's the but the, don't then the thing that is motivating that is to get Luke and everybody the the characters that we all wanted to see, and that's the main complaint. But into the do film. it, and you can do it without doing that. Yeah, I agree. You didn't need to do that, and I'm just like bummed that they didn't have Hayden Christensen show up as Anakin. What? Nobody wants to see Hayden Christensen. Nothing against Hayden disagree. Christensen. I disagree. I think if you're going to have, you know, if it's the Skywalker tr- saga and you're ending the Skywalker saga, Anakin Skywalker should be a part of that. And it was a it was very nice touch to have his voice so prominent in the at the end of the movie. Yeah. Talking to Ray. Yeah. But uh part of me was like I kind of weirdly wanted to see like a, a weird uh sort of uh peanut gallery of our Jedi. Just yeah. sort of like so Katana and Qui-Gon Jinn and Obi-Wan and Yoda and and Anakin. You know what? I agree with you. I think that is... Like, if you're going to see this crowd of uh, Sith ghosts... I think that's what they were going for, and I assume that there's some level they didn't want to minimize Rey by having all these other ghosts. But it wouldn't have fighting. minimized her. What it would have done, I think, is, is sort of... It would have amplified that point that they were trying to make that a thousand generations of Jedi lived in her, where they had all their force energy well that's what they were trying to do with the voiceovers of yeah, the voices but, but I would like a visual representation of that because I don't disagree with you because there's nothing that stopped that like also <laughs> it's really to the main point all the way back to Star Wars of of Ben saying I'll become more powerful than you could possibly imagine oh and we don't really see him that by his cover name what did I say? Ben. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Old Ben Kenobi. Old Ben Kenobi. That sweet, sweet cover name. No one will know me if I change my name to Ben Kenobi. That's so strange. That in the Yoda Do thing. Do you know a lonely hermit named Obi-Wan Kenobi? No. It is no. one thing that's that about the... Uh, oh, by the way... There's I, a guy named Ben Kenobi, but that can't be him. No, it's not. <laughs> Maybe Kenobi's a very common name in the future, man. Yeah, fair. Um... Um, I'm really enjoying uh, Mandalorian, but also in agreement with what you're saying, I'm like, how come everybody isn't going when they see Baby Yoda? Hey, it's a little Baby Yoda. <laughs> <laughs> like, doesn't everyone in the universe know who Yoda is? You know, I, it's hard. It's, it's sort of unclear, like what the Jedi Council I, sort I guess of like. Actually, if they Lu- operate in the Luke shadows didn't know, or what? Right, Luke didn't know who Yoda was. And this Mandalo- Mando as their empire that takes place how many years before the Battle of Yavin? Um. It's after. Oh, it's so it's post Jedi. It's post Jedi. Yeah, yeah. So it's 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 how many years after Jedi? It's I don't I don't Hard know if to they've say. stated. Yeah, 
that's in within oh within do you a, know what thing another decade. thing i liked about the movie which i would have liked explored a little bit more what's that was that the that uh finn runs into a troop of stormtroopers who similarly to him had defied orders yeah i liked that i would have liked a little more explanation or exploration of those stormtroopers yeah that was interesting to me yeah i don't disagree um, but he, would you have wanted to bring the he was much better in this movie kylo ren I've always thought that he's great. I agree. Driver, I thought. Was I think great he's great all the time. He's fantastic in this movie. I think he had the most. How great would it interestingly? Have been? I think he had to sort of establish this somberness and sullenness and everything. And this is the one where, because it's more on Ray's torment, he really can play it internal and subtle, and he really nailed it. Andy, I might make a weird decision to just cut this entire thing out as its own thing and just put up a. Star Wars spoiler episode, and then we can jump back into the pod. Okay. Um, and I'll just put it up on our feed. Uh, but it's because we're going very heavy spoilery right now. We really are. So let me just say, like, so here's some things I liked. First of all, best character in this movie is the tiny droid guy. Uh, the, tiny droid master the, who can erase the, memories of 3PO. <laughs> oh, yes. Right. Yes. That's the number one best new character. I feel like it was it was his hair too cute. But. <laughs> Disagree. I thought it was perfect. Uh, in a lot of people that, like, it. I was like, I don't know why this thing's entertaining me, but it is. Yeah. So you have that. I think it's partly because he seems so delighted at erasing the memories and just like he just doesn't <laughs> give a crap. <laughs> um, I wish that they had had you know when his memories were getting restored. I wish that he had said something about Anakin. Yeah. Three PO. Yeah, I don't know why I want Hayden Christensen so represented in this movie, even though that would have been Jake Lloyd. Because uh, his memories get wiped before... They get wiped after Revenge of the Sith. Uh-huh. Um, so I guess he wouldn't really remember Anakin anyway. Oh, yeah, that's an interesting R2 question. Would R2, R2 doesn't have a backup of that. Because R2's memory got wiped, too. Oh, it did? Mm-hmm. Okay. As far as I know. I, I don't know. Again, I'm not sure about the legends side of things or yeah, extended canon. It is a. But do you a, find that the movie? It'd be an interesting thing of like whether they trust R two to keep the secret, but not not three PO. Would you say that the movie bent over backwards to undo Last Jedi? Yes, definitely. And do you think that was at the detriment to the story that um, J.J. Abrams was trying to tell? You know, no, I don't. I don't have a problem with it. I think. I think there are certain moments where they're trying so hard to have a moment, and if we're getting into spoilers, when the stuff with Leia goes down, the uh, the 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 little creature, Mascanada. yeah, you know, her being having the moment with Leia, it's just like I don't. I don't care about this character. Yeah. Like, let's you know, and stuff like that. And the I like and her giving the medal to 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 Chewie. It's like I don't need that. I like I, no one needs that. Everybody's commented on it. We don't uh, need that. We've all seen it happen. Yeah, he got it at the 1997 MTV uh, Movie Awards. <laughs> oh, Carrie Fisher funny. gave it to him. <laughs> That's great. That's uh, pretty great. Whoever, whatever, whatever game show, uh, whatever uh, uh, war show writer wrote that bit. Good for you. <laughs> Um, but that was like, you know, think about that. That was 22 years ago. Like, we've seen it done. Also, yeah. like, in all the comics extended in the novels, like, he got a medal, too. Sure. I wish it was clearer that it might have been Han's medal. 
Because that would have been very sweet oh, to that give that nice. to Chewie. Yeah. Um, How did you feel about the Han reappearance? Knew it was coming. Uh-huh. And liked that they clarified that he wasn't a Force ghost. Yeah, that was nice. And I thought it was very sweet. Yeah. And I, I really so wish that the first one panned out like that. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I wish... In a way, I like the character of Kylo Ren so much, slash Ben Kenobi, slash, I mean, slash Ben um, Solo, that you, you kind of wish that that redemption mark, sort of, or rather, redemption arc had had more of a, more space, more runway. Yeah. Um, you know, I guess it mirrors the fact that <clears throat> if you think about Anakin's redemption, it only happens in Return of the Jedi in the last, like, 25 minutes of the movie. Yeah. So I think had I think that would have been a complaint of mine about Return of the Jedi had I seen the first three movies first. Uh-huh. Cuz you'd be like, "Well, why can't we just see more with him being Anakin at after he he gets turned by his son and like get a little more time with Anakin Skywalker." Right. Um Well, you got to get out of there. I mean, the Death well, Star yeah, sure, is blowing up, but obviously that's not the I'm end. I'm just saying. It's not the end. You could survive, obviously. Emperor Palpatine does. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> and a, a large portion of the Death Star lands on a planet yeah. seemingly partially intact. That, that was very odd. Oh, it's so ridiculous. But I don't. And then like they're like, we could do a holdo maneuver. And then they're all like, well, that's a one in a million shot. To like, again undo the naysaying of you can't use hyperspace like you can't jump to hyperspace like that and fly through a ship like that uh-huh. so like they had to spend time undoing that part of the movie yeah they had to spend time undoing the fucking um the Jedi training I wish that we had gotten a scene more of a flashback scene of, of young Leia and young Luke training which was right. very Legends novel. Yes, it was. It was crazy how th- much that was like that. I assume that there was a fear that the longer they stayed in that past, the, the more... The more clear it would be that they were CG. weren't there. Yeah. Um, because I think they already took a lot of hits from Leia and Rogue One. Um, that one didn't look that terrible to me. And I think and the, Carrie Fisher was alive at the time. <laughs> I think the, the general thought is that it was it was weird, but... Um, but uh, yeah, it didn't bother me. I didn't have a problem with it. Um, what about the? Didn't you like the waves? I like the wave sequence. Oh, again, beautiful. The the movie I thought was. There's gorgeous. a lot of action sequences that I really appreciated and enjoyed. I love the for the two lightsaber fights in the movie. Great, they're like, great. I loved I loved Ren and Ray force video chatting. Oh, you know what I was thinking? I mean, I guess you got to use the the weapon of the Jedi to be Palpatine, yeah. but. Uh, I was thinking it would have been cool if she used some different version of the lightning back at him, but I guess it's that's that indicates a Sith lightning. Yeah, but that's also like it's cool because here's what I liked about that. I've seen people complain about that, but I don't have a problem with that because that's how Mace Windu nearly beat him. Uh huh. Oh, with the with the lightsaber. As as Yoda's always saying, it's like a a a defensive weapon. Defensive weapon. And but like when they go into the rock, I'm like. If this is light, if this is Princess Leia's lightsaber that he's gonna pull out of here, I'm gonna be very annoyed. 
it's Princess Leia's lightsaber. And he goes, take these both to blah, blah, blah. Yeah. She's going to need two to defend all the force lightning. It's yeah, going to be really annoying. Every Chekhov's gun moment in this movie sure. was because the movie's plot is so compressed, right. it was so ham-handed. Right. Every bit of like, make sure this happens, had to like, it played so much, so quickly after the setup. But your your felt ham-handed. critique, your critique is. I'm I'm just. Your I'm critique sad is well didn't founded. Get enough time. But uh, in fairness, and I have I have my own complaints across the pantheon of J.J. Abrams' work, even though I think he's incredibly talented. But uh, the yes. But the the idea uh, of he has such a weight to satisfy all of these things that, like. You know, the other option is the way that the other movies went, where it's like, yeah, but they didn't do this, or they didn't address this, or this, they screwed up this. Well, I didn't have that much of a problem with The Force Awakens. It was very, it was bland to me. Yeah. But it felt right. But that, in the end, is what Because my... I often find Star Wars movies bland anyway. Well, I don't obviously agree with that. But the, the, um, the, uh, the, I think that to me is the problem is at a certain point, you're playing so defensively as an artist that you're not enjoying it and right and really you know playing in the world in a way that lucas originally did which was the strength of those original movies and i guess that's sort of what the pressure that that favreau didn't have going into the mandalorian was like i don't have to deal with any of this fucking if anything all this i think it's the the (laughs) things that went wrong with the larger movies that freed him to just be like i want to do an old a western kind of awesome kick-ass thing i haven't seen i'm gonna put a cute thing in I'm that's gonna... also what like i think what helps fallen order which i love more now um jedi fallen order the video game it's such a treat to sort of play in the world of star wars without the rebel empire of it all is that post sort of jedi rogue no it's post sith pre new hope pre new hope but yeah. it's sort of it feels like new hope well, it's New Hope era. Okay, that's that's what I want. Yeah, that's good. Um, so it is like, but like the plot of the movie is that like you're a, you're a surviving Padawan from the Purge from Order sixty six, uh-huh. and you're going you're a former Jedi who has cut herself off from the Force tracks you down to help her find this holocron that has all the names of Force sensitive children throughout the galaxy. Uh-huh. In, in, in a hope to like save them and 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 start a new order of Jedi, if, if, and it's interesting. It's an interesting sort of like s- tiny portion of. It's a sliver of story to that you can tell in that sort of yeah. period of time, and it's interesting and and it, and it does a lot of things very well. Yeah. Um, but like I've said before, and I think I've said it on our podcast, and I'll say it again to anyone listening to this review sort of thing. Well, if, because I've because we've now made this separate, we're gonna give it some Andy's. <laughs> um, but I think that the problem, the inherent problem with Star Wars, which Force Awaken on a whole, truly yes, which Force Awaken really did not lean away from, is that all the stories that we're seeing in the movies are being told in what I sort of define as the World War II era. Uh-huh. So it's like your Imperial Nazi versus the Allied forces. Right. And every movie just feels like a war movie. 
where uh-huh. it's always the big bad against the ragtag group. Right. It's always Bridge Over River Kwai, which is a great film. But how many variations of this do I need? I think Bridge Over River Kwai is a bad example because that was a smaller story. Well, that's Rogue One. Oh, well, oh you know you're saying I mean? you like that because it's more yes. like Bridge on the River Kwai. Gotcha. And, and like you can tell that kind of a story. Right, right, right. But then you're dealing with this big saga. Sure. And it's... And it just feels like we're never getting out of this war. It's never going to end. Yeah. Uh, and how many variations of this story are we going to tell? Um, I don't disagree. That's why Mandalorian is a success. Mando. Mando. Mando Calrissian? Possibly. Is, oh, is that what the secret reveal is going to be? <laughs> <laughs> Hello there. <laughs> it's Lando's son, would it be? It would be too easy. always fly around the galaxy with Colt 45. Um, Doesn't make it better. He could not be more Billy D. Williams in this movie if he tried. <laughs> I, the Chewy moment where uh, I almost wish they did it. Which one killed Chewy? I mean, I'm ultimately glad they didn't. Yeah, but when that force lightning happens and. It certainly and would have she been. She thinks that she killed Chewie. What un- a great sort of it would have been unavoidably real stakes. But it is the class. This is the problem with writing. If you kill him, even as someone who respects that, if you killed him, that's fucking real stakes. Yeah. And you've really made a plot turn in the movie, and I respect it. I would have been like, no, you can't do that. <laughs> so, yeah. also like the callous, the careless way with which they treat three PO's memory. Yeah, <laughs> I was like. I felt a little grossed out by. There is a there is a consistent theme from beginning to end in every Star Wars movie that nobody ever starts treating droids better. <laughs> it's really crazy. It's really interesting. Um, I mean, Ray is kind of like never underestimate a droid, but it's like they're still treating him like shit at the end. I uh, I will say though, everybody was great. In the movie, I really enjoyed everybody. Oh, such good acting, I really it was good. All good. Yeah. Um, and I think they did a, as good a job as they could throwing those old clips of Carrie Fisher in. You yeah, know? I didn't bump me at all, actually. No, because there was real footage and she was really saying those things. Yeah, it's just stuff that they cut out of Force Awakens, uh, but like to sort of have to write her scenes around that. Yeah, it's interesting. It was interesting to me. Maybe they established this in the previous in Force Awakens, but had they established that Leia was a Jedi Master? They did not establish it in Force Awakens, like a but it was always established in. I guess they were the kind previous, of the previous canon. I guess they were kind of retconning that with the training sequence with Leia in this one. Yes, which then like is a buy for the Force pull towards the ship. Right, right. Where I don't think she's. Well, moving. there you go. It's, it's incorrect. More, more correcting mistakes. Yeah, and I also think, by the way, it's not. It's shot like she's floating towards the ship, where I think it should have been shot like she was pulling the ship towards her. <laughs> That's so true. it would have been a force pull. She, she's clearly making herself fly to the ship, though. Yes. Yeah. But yeah, or that, that would have been flying cooler. towards her. <laughs> that would have been cooler. Yes. But like that would have been like a force power we've all seen, yeah. not the power of flight. <laughs> How did you feel about the X-wing lifting out of the water? Oh my God! I also said to Marquette, yeah. he's, "He's gonna fucking lift his X-wing out of the water, isn't yeah. he?" And he did, and I was just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then I was like, it's so cool to do that shit That's again. the other thing. If and there's then, nothing else, it really does make me think, man, I love Empire Strikes Back. And then when they're like, <laughs> and then and then when they uh, 
get his signature, like his ID code comes up on their little screen, yeah. Master Skywalker. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's kind of awesome, too. <laughs> that was fucking awesome. Well, look, Matt, I could... And Wedge Antilles again. I'm oh, going to say it so one nice. more time. I'm going to say it one more time. Him saying... What did he say? So he said something, something, Lando. Uh, I thought just, I had heard he wasn't in this one. I had heard that, too. I had heard that, that yeah. he... Well, he was asked to do Force Awakens, and he didn't want to. Oh, yeah. And then he came back for this one, and I don't even remember the line of dialogue. It might have been something like, right behind you, Lando, or something like that. He just... Uh-huh. I know he ended the phrase in Lando. Yeah. And... uh Oh, was I fucking a child again? Yeah, it was so delightful so to have satisfying. Wedge Antilles fucking flying an X-wing again. I wonder if they threw more money at him, or if some, they offered him something. I don't know, but it was great. And just think about how fucking more fun it would have been if it wasn't if Akbar was still there. <laughs> yeah, there's another. There's a Calamarian, <laughs> and that was supposedly uh, uh, Mon Calamari. Mon Calamari. Uh, it that's supposed to be uh, Akbar's son, the, uh, the lieutenant that is a Kalmari, Amon Kalmari. I assume there was some kind of yeah. Is uh, that is that a non-canon? I think it's like in a comic book or something like that. Because you know they have these uh. like canon like it's weird now. We're gonna stage Andy where we have to we can't enjoy a franchise on its own for the movies. We have to now do all this uh, studying yeah. <laughs> to fully understand everything. Yeah, and it's annoying. Well, you always did it anyway, didn't you? I did it... Well, no, if you think about something like Star Trek The Next Generation, where they would never, like, introduce a concept that was already in a book that, like, you'd enjoy more because it was in the book. Yeah. The books were always just using the show as a source material. And they weren't canon. They were beta canon. Right. But, you know, and then they did... This all changed when 2009 Star Trek came out. And they did the countdown issues. That oh, were. did they do countdown to that too? Yeah, it oh, was Picard, Geordi, Worf, all sending Spock back in time, which then created the timeline incursion. I gotta look up that too. I've you never can borrow that. it. It's right. like eighty pages or something. Do you like have that. the Picard ones? Uh, I read them digitally. Okay. Uh, IDW, go to their website. You can get them for like five bucks. Um, uh, but yeah, okay. So, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> impromptu Force Awakens through Rise of Skywalker trilogy of a, weird review that we just did for no reason. Off of a question from our Patreon President Circle, that's the uh, that's what can happen <laughs> if you if you pay that uh, that that rate. Uh, the, I don't even know. So I, I guess we'll put cent. this out as its you may own get thing. your own, but your own personal bonus pod. Yeah, that just is. Uh, should we put it on the whole? We're gonna put it on the regular feed. Yeah, yeah it's up to you. And label it. I think yeah, we'll sure. just put it on the regular feed and label it. Uh, maybe we'll get some Star Wars fans. Uh, so that is, or maybe we'll drive them away. <laughs> so Andy, I guess we should give this some Andy's. All right, here we go. Gonna find out. Do you oh, want to pick an MVP? Yeah, yeah. MVP. All right, here we go. Uh, let's see if I can get a one that's more appropriate for this. Man, nah, fuck it. In the vastness of space, when the going gets rough, you gave it your all. You showed the right stuff. You managed to not blow the ship to smithereens. That's why you're this week's MVC. That's the one does a 
supply in the Star I Wars mean, universe. Who is it? It's got to be. I feel like it's got to be Ray. Ben. Yeah, Ray was down and out. Oh, she. Yeah, he turned yeah, her around. He came huh? back. She was gonna go. I love my friend, so I'll just become the Empress. <laughs> yeah, that would have been weird. You know, and it felt like he truly had that redemption arc. Is it Ben or is it Ray? But Ray kills Palpatine. <gasps> Sorry. Again, we are full spoiler yeah, town. Full spoilers. Uh, Ray kills, but no, I mean, yeah, Ray stops Palpatine by making him kill himself. Oh, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> um, but uh, she's she results I in. I am the Sith. I am the Jedi. I am Iron Man. Yeah. Anyway, uh, sure. Let's make it Ray. Let's give it to Ray. Can do a split. Let's do a split. We do splits. <gasps> Let's make it the what did they call it? What did he call it? A die. A die something that only exists once every millennia. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't remember what it was. That so yeah. Let's give it to uh, Kylo Ray. Kylo Ray. Ray. What what did they call it? Raylo. What was the shipping name for them? Uh, you got a little taste in that in this one, guys. You, did you did you have it an audience reaction or was it too empty? Because where I was, it was pretty empty. There were a lot of people that uh, mostly women that were like, oh, <laughs> like all excited. Oh, there were a few things that happened. <laughs> the that, kiss. There were a few things where I audibly like if you I was in the very front row. Yeah. And if you, I I would love to see if some playback of like my hands. Because there are a few moments where I just was like hands up in the air when they did something very stupid, and like you could just see my hand coming down to my forehead when they would do another thing that I was like, "Oh my god!" Um, but the kiss I thought was uh, I enjoyed it, cute, and that they cleared it all up so you could enjoy it. So it's like you don't have to worry worry that they're brother sister. Yeah, and then they kiss. It's good. Um, <laughs> yeah, because you don't want brother sister to kiss in a Star Wars movie. It's never been done. <laughs> all right, Andy's. The Andes. Or some other method of ranking. We're working on it. Um. Huh. So I guess I'm kind of grading it in the Star Wars pantheon. Yeah, I think you should grade it at, like, what do we always say for the Marvel ones? We have to, like, say, how how successful were you at executing what you sought out to execute? Uh, I'd give it a... I'd give it a seven. I really found it entertaining and raise raise a conflict kind of moved me um i think probably in repeated viewings that that rating might change but in terms of sitting in an audience of people excited to watch change, Star Wars movies not yeah, it could it could go up it probably won't wow <laughs> so you say seven but i'm sorry i cut you off i feel bad but i just wanted to like say that maybe in repeated viewings we find other appreciation for it it's possible. That certainly has happened in all the Marvel movies. Almost to a movie that has happened in the Marvel movies with me. Because I think I appreciate now the depth of lessons that they've learned in each one and the depth of challenges that they faced to overcome in terms of Plus it's like the knowing away. the characters and revisiting them in a way where you sort of get this like added sort of boost of like, oh, that's fun. That's what that guy's like. Yeah, you can yeah, argue yeah. that, but you could also I say they Yeah, I know. You can argue many times. And I've always sort of disputed And you it. always dispute it, but I we're guess still I would say friends. It, it's like when you're doing a TV show, like there are a lot of decisions you make with a character, and then that becomes what you build the fabric of the show around. So it also could be that. But in any event, good decision processes. And a seven for 
Rise of Skywalker. So you get a seven. That's kind of crammed in for sure. <laughs> I from to mislead the audience. It's like, well, Luke Rose, Andy, but also think, she becomes a Skywalker. I think I'm a five on it. Yeah, that sounds which like I feel that's like is like it's interesting because I can I feel like I can separate it out in a way where I give the the parts of the movie that only spend time undoing Last Jedi. Yeah. I give those parts of the movie a zero. Uh-huh. <laughs> so that knocks off five points right there. Yeah. And then they cram everything else in, and I give a point for everything they sort of do successfully. It ends up with five points. Yeah. So that's a five out of ten for me. I'll also say, production design-wise, I mean, obviously everything's beautiful, but in uh, whatever the planet is... In Which one? Ren- There's, they go to 700 planets. The dark planet, like Rencel or whatever X- it's called. Excel. Excel. Uh, spreadsheet. Excel spreadsheet. Excel spreadsheet. Um, Clippy. Excelion. Um, I don't even remember what it's called, but the Sith planet. Yes. Uh, really beautiful design. With we're like statues. All those the... beautifully pressed uniforms and very clean ships were just hanging out <laughs> for 30 years. I don't understand. Whatever. No time. Let's move. I don't also, care. Also, how... very mythic and how convincing to me. quickly were you like, the fuck, it's, it's General Hux. The spy. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, I the didn't... The second there was a spy, I was like, it's going to be General Hux. I didn't see it coming. But what made you so? What made you clear to you? The only he was the only person in the resistance in that the first knew. order left right. that had a name, right. and that we could identify as the audience. It's sort of odd that they make him the traitor, which is interesting. Yes. And then it's like, yeah. I just want to kill Kylo Ren. <laughs> it's like that's it. Well, that's your that you sort of saw from the beginning, which I liked because they had that sort of weird sibling rivalry. Uh-huh. You know, where it was like, mm, I hate you. We're gonna go see Supreme Leader Snoke together. Yeah. You know, and he's like always like the good son was Kylo and. He was uh, he was always seeming like trying harder, but not getting any recognition. Yeah, which makes sense because uh, the whole time it was Palpatine pulling the strings. So true. Can you believe it, guys? It's always Palpatine. What? Palpatine? You got to say that guy's had a good run. The, the hang on, I'm asking for a friend. Do you mean Ian McDermott or do you mean Palpatine? I mean Palpatine. <laughs> he sure has had a good run. You're not because wrong about that. They tried to kill him several times. Oh, you just can't. He was Palpatine's controlling the Empire just... before he was even controlling the Empire. And really, if Anakin hadn't stepped in, Mace Windu would have saved us all a lot of hassle. So true. Well, it was there's good a to hear theory... This is one thing that I noted uh, in my in my delving. There's a theory that he pretended to lose, so he Anakin pretended would help. to lose to pull Anakin into the dark side. I wish it had gone the other way. Yeah. Anyway, uh, this was your this was this, this was your unasked for. Well, I guess asked for by our patrons, uh, by our patrons. So what I'll do, I think, Andy, is we'll I'll play our episode out, cut this chunk out, okay. release this chunk as its own podcast. And then we'll start back in. So currently, in the normal TNC podcast, we're still in the Admirals Club. <laughs> yeah, I know. Do you want to put your... I mean, no, still in the President's Circle. President's Circle. So I'm going to stop this, and okay. we'll resume TNC. Okay.